Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. At United Queendom, we are huge fans of Fat Pigeon Art. The work by Sid Spencer is frankly fantastic and the website is fatpigeon.uk so he does digital prints mugs t-shirts and so much more of your favorite drag queens or of celebrities or anyone you can think of from the uk and across the globe they donate a percentage of all profits back to the lgbtqia community in brighton and you our lovely listeners can get a 10% discount using the code uqdm22 on all merchandise Get involved, guys. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer, and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster, and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host... United, United Queendom, Queendom! The number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. I just realised I didn't think of a start. <laughs> Do you know what? I think that's very in keeping with... Um, Drag Race Down Under. <laughs> After we saw the reading challenge this week, I think people ca- came very unprepared with no jokes and no quips and no humour. So that's how we're starting the show too. We want to be consistent at all times. And as you can hear from my voice, I have come from another festival. You can always tell. Um, and that was Reading this weekend. And Reading is what? Fundamental. But not in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's reading you, fool. Oh yeah, silly me, I got it wrong. Um, uh, you're a fool. But I predict. Okay, so I as I was just telling Sam before we started, I um, predict that one day Megan The Stallion's song "Her" will be a lip sync on Drag Race, and it'll be iconic. There, you heard it here first. Oh well, I've seen the video, and she's like, she's like bumping and grinding, and like I'm rolling around and doing lots of. I mean, um, I, her, I love her, a mouth. Her, yeah, and she, yeah. she, she. It's just very gay, very drag. It's very... So, it, well, is it is it an LGBTQ anthem? Is that what no, it is? Because it's it, about it's pronouns. It's just about like being, uh, you being that bitch. But I just feel like it's very drag. It sounds like a RuPaul song, really. What's so crap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there was, um, I've finally become a Charlie. Well, I always like the Charlie XCX song Boys, but after watching a full set from her, I'm like, oh, actually. She is quite good. Although she didn't do Fancy, which I know is an Iggy Azalea song, but she sings a chorus. So I was like, why don't you just give us a bit of that? And Megan Thee Stallion didn't do Savage, which is her biggest hit. So that was very strange as well. Um, but so people were leaving off hits left, right and centre. But I had a very good time. But my voice is fucked like this episode. No, it, it sounds nice. It sounds it sounds quite, um, you know, quite... You know, quite gravelly. You know, I quite quite like it, Mario Lafrostrap, if you like. But um, <laughs> well, I mean, do you want to do you want do you want to do you want to score? Do you want to score this app? Yes, I do. So I, I'm sounding like I'm going to give it a bad mark, like I didn't enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I just feel like um, these queens are not that good. They were quite good this week, actually. But just that reading challenge really just felt very shit. I'm going to give it a seven. Um, yeah, I'll give it a seven as well. And I have to say that I have been, um, well, since the move. So, so I moved house this week and, um, and like, you know, and like, and, and drag race is like a, it's like a touchstone for me for, um, you know, like centering myself, grounding myself, if you will. You should and, be grounded. Uh, so, I, so I watched, I know, but I watched, um, I watched 
two episodes of um, Secret Celebrity and also two episodes of um, Drag Race Philippines as well. Oh my God! Oh, and you're on Philippines. And I'm also and I, I know, and I'm also up to date on uh, Drag Race Canada. So just a very, qu- a very quick rundown. Drag Race Canada, like the um. Wait, 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 Sam! I haven't seen the latest Canada. Well, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to tell you what happens, but I'm just going to say that the. I'm just going to say the like the the runways and the queens themselves. Like, I mean, compared to Australia, they. I don't know whether they have a lot more money or something, but they look a lot better, and they are a lot more um put together. Uh, Drag Race Philippines was really. It's really confusing because they speak in English, but also they speak in Filipino at the same like like they sort of like chop and change and like they start a sentence in English and then finish it in Filipino or the other way around they start it in Filipino and then finish it in English and like and I know how you are the same as me like I like to I like to like you know watch but also you know I don't want to like watch it intently wank while we watch yeah usually. exactly yeah. wank while we watch so it's it's quite difficult to <laughs> it's quite difficult to take your Set your eyes away if, like, suddenly there's words comes up and you like because they only because they obviously only give you um, subtitles when you know they're speaking in Filipino. So the rest, so it's just it's just quite confusing and I found it quite an effort actually. I did really enjoy it, but I did find it quite an effort. Whereas um, um, Secret Celebrity was just like some sort of crazy game show. So um, I don't know. I just I just thought like oh, I'm just happy with you know I'm happy with what we do. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah, I'd feel the same with Philippines if it's going in and out of subtitles. I don't know why they're doing that because is that just how they speak there? They mix the languages. I don't know. I think I think some I think some of the other drag races do because obviously they realise that the majority of people that watch it are American and American and English. So um, maybe th- maybe that's what it is. But they um, yeah yeah. But there was just it's, they do they because obviously you know certain things like you know yes bitch like you can't say in another language oh right i see yeah uh, but I, people who have watched philippines say they apparently it's been getting the highest ratings not in terms of viewers in terms of like imbd scores of the the whole franchise so people are really loving it but yeah I'd, I'd... oh yeah well i i did i did really i have to say i did really enjoy it and it's nice to see jiggly caliente on there and i did you know I, I but i do wish i do wish manila was on there but like is she really filipino manila um, she is Filipino, but she doesn't speak um, Philip. I don't know if the language is called Filipino or if they've got a different language. But I think that's the reason Manila wasn't chosen. And Manila is hosting. Well, I've said it like eight times, so I hope it is. <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I think it is. But apparently, she, she, I don't think she grew up there. Whereas Jiggly speaks it fluently, um, so I think that's why she was chosen. And then Manila's hosting her rival to it that's not done by Wilder Wonder, mm. which I think is mm. called Mm-mm. Drag. I forgot what it's called. It's got drag in it, which should come as no surprise. <laughs> Funny that. I think it's drag nest, but that sounds ridiculous. No, not drag nest. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds gross. <laughs> um, so how's Secret Celebrity been? Because I've, I've seen a bit of it, um, but I got a bit bored of it, I have to admit. Well, I mean, this thing, I mean, it's weird because they've, the second season, they've done it more like Masked Singer. So you don't know who the celebrities are at all. Mm. And they and they and the and you see them obviously um, performing, and then the first one I think oh God, it's L- Loretta, someone that was the first one, uh, and I do recognise her, but they like they're sort of like uh, maybe B listers or something. Well, and there's I think, the guy from I think Backstreet one of them is Boys the guy- is in them, so he's AJ, 
That's quite. Oh right, okay, and because obviously think, people are I, cocking them. Because unlike the mass singer, you can actually see their faces. So, if well, you, famous, but you can, you can you see their faces, know. but they're obviously very much made up and like in a wig and stuff and so like. But I think if I if I knew who they were and you showed me the showed me them in drag, then I'd be like, oh yeah, that's them. But even do you remember with um, Ant and Deck, like you know, if you showed if you showed you a picture and you they didn't and you didn't tell them that you were at, that they were Ant and Deck, you might. You know, take a pause and be like, mm, "I'm sure I recognise well, him, but I'm not sure." Forehead, anyway, from space. <laughs> um, no, I spotted the guy from Mean Girls was one of them, so I clocked him. And then there was oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people think that the one who was in a wheelchair in Glee, who's not in a wheelchair in real life, yes, yes, them. he's. I was actually <laughs> that's the one I watched today, and, and David said that he was he clocked it, and I was and I, I was reminded of a scenario during um. The Glee live, um, so, so Glee, Glee did like a oh, live bitch, tour. I didn't went they? to see that Glee live at the O2 back. It was like years ago, wasn't it? It was actually really fun. Yeah, but like um, somebody, I remember somebody saying to me that um, that it was that they had people in in wheelchairs there at the front, obviously, and then like and as part of it, they um, he got out of his wheelchair in like a dream sequence. and did like a whole lot of break dancing and stuff, and they were like, oh. <laughs> Well, we can't, we can't do that. So thanks, thanks a fucking lot for that. You know, shove it in our face. So, um... well, it's hard to know what's more offensive that he keeps in the wheelchair for the whole performance when he doesn't need it, or whether to get out and start prancing around because he is a dancer, isn't he? <laughs> Which just adds to the irony. I don't, I don't even think he's gay either. He wasn't gay in the show, but he was. He also wasn't in a wheelchair in the show, Ed. <laughs> Apparently, he's really black. Um, actually, so he he really did. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Right, you sh- idiot. Should we get into this episode of Drag Race Down Under? Oh, let's do it. If we must, last week Minnie left after a terrible snatch game. And oh my god, and a creepy Magoo fucking um lip sync that just clown like lip sync from hell. Oh, clown lip sync from actual hell. You know, I wouldn't say it, but like it's rude and I would just say like no. Yeah. It was Just Penny it was not awful. so wise. But now Beverly Kills thinks that she's mm, Penny unwise. she's a lipstick assassin. It's like, bitch, anyone would have stayed over Minnie doing that. You could have just stood still and said lip synced it and you would have still survived so don't get too cocky exactly you just you just you just let you literally just need to let Minnie dig her own grave really literally and she's you know partial for but it the bickering starts quite early with beverly and um oh no before that there's Minnie. She leaves a lipstick message on the mirror, which is, thanks for being so kind, Kong, Yuri and Spanky. And it's just like, even when she's not in the episode, she still has to be at the centre of the drama, doesn't she? She really is a... And and still a nasty cow as well. Yeah, I really feel like, because she was my favourite at the beginning and then quite quickly she was not. Mm, agreed, agreed. It was like, it was just like, it was like, to do that is really, you know, you know what you're doing. She knew what she was doing and it's like, and it's like, we... We thought at the beginning that, you know, that, and they did say it a few times, like, you know, she's, um, you know, she's an older queen, she's paved the way, blah, 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 blah. But she's also showed us how absolutely petty an older queen can be as well. And that, and that's exactly what she is. Yeah, and I feel like, not as bad, but Kong was going the same way this episode where, I mean, I get it a bit more because the bickering with her and Beverly, because Beverly does seem quite annoying and she does seem... No, but I know we're going to get there, but like, I just, I can't even bear Kong now. Sorry. Yeah, I was getting, it felt like she was almost bullying, but then I don't want to overuse the word bullying when Beverly is the one who seems to be starting a lot of this. But then Kong just seems to like really overreact. 
Like she at the beginning of the mm. episode, she was like, um, "Oh, you're not killing the competition, Beverly." And it's like you've not got a win mm. either, mm. and you've also been in the bottom once. So I wouldn't like be gloating either, Queen Kong. Yeah, exactly. Calm yourself down with your big with your big long beard and your and your hairy mane. <laughs> Chill out. The, but they seem to be giving Beverly a very shady edit because she's talking about um, how she feels like she's. Come, arriving at the competition or whatever, rambling on, and everyone's just, they keep cutting to people, the other queens just like rolling their eyes. And it feels like, yeah, I feel like she's getting the villain edit, but I'm still feeling like Kong annoyed me more than her this episode. Oh, big time. I know we're going to get there because, like, when, when we start talking about the challenge, I mean, there is a, there's a real reason why, why I think it's about Kong, but you know, we'll get there. But you're right, it started off at the very beginning. She was, you know, she was. Oh, obviously, Beverly was like, meh, 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 but she's a young queen, and, you know, and, and Kong was like, oh, it's just that sort of, like, mm, disparaging, sort of, like, you know, patronising when, you know, you're hardly, you know, you're hardly setting the competition like yourself, babes, really. Well, you think they could channel all of the shadiness and resentment into a very successful re- reading challenge, <laughs> but alas, I think that this is the worst in the entire franchise that we've ever seen. <laughs> there was hardly anything funny and I I thought personally that they could have used a little bit of Ed Dyson oh definitely but I don't think these queens can afford to pay for jokes when they judging by their judging uh, by their outfits no. I think they've already hit the limit <laughs> but um yeah, like I, I thought every single one of them was bad obviously Kong ended up winning because she was the one who she was the Oh, hers were, hers were good. Hers resembled jokes. I still think in a normal reading challenge, libraries open, they would have probably been middle of the pack. Whereas I think it, it was almost like the Snatch Game where Deja Sky won for that little mm. John, where it was just like, oh, you did okay, but because everyone else was so bad, you won. But yeah, mm. Beverly Kills did a really shit one. You're... Oh, I made her look like made her look like a creepy sort of sex. Pest. It did. <laughs> Yuri completely bombed. Molly, what Molly said about Spanky, something I love you, man. I I don't even understand what the joke was meant to be. Well, you're supposed to like because you know you're manly. Just calling her a man. I lo- yeah. But I don't. But it was. But it was rubbish. But then even Spanky's was rubbish because, like, she tried to do the whole thing. Like, I know someone. I can't remember who did it before, but they were like, like you know, Raja. Yeah, was it like one word, one word, one word? But like, none for some reason, none of them were funny. I'm surprised <laughs> Hannah was bad. I mean, she was probably the least bad of the bads, but hers didn't. Were... They were all bad, other than Kong, who was mediocre, and that was it. And she, even Kong reused her. Beverly Kills is not killing the competition. Yeah, that she used five that minutes prior. She used like literally five yeah. minutes. <laughs> and then she called Spanky Bigfoot, which just feels like a lot of Kongs just feel like old drag jokes that she's just recycling. But it was enough to get her a win. I I do love the fact that they um the Beverly Kills said, "Do you know what? I'm just really I'm just really sick of being looked over and overlooked." <laughs> See, that was the funniest thing she said, and she wasn't even meaning to be funny. Not only am I sick of being overlooked, I'm also sick of being looked over. It's just one thing after another. <laughs> yeah, and then she's and then she, and then and then Yuri was like, well, and then she did that whole big old speech about like, um, you know, I'm actually like a lip sync, I'm I'm a lip sync, a lip sync assassin, blah blah blah. And then Yuri was like, well, you know, you have been the bottom of the most. <laughs> yeah, I did like that. Like, but because like. Because it's all very well saying how good a lip sync you are, but um, you have to be in the bottom to have to lip sync anyway. So that's not a great shakes, is it really? And then Beverly was like, well, Kong won her lip sync against, who is it? Obrehave. So it's like, that doesn't even count. And it's like, oh my God. Uh, you're just like, 
arguing over who's the least shit and it's just like get it together <laughs> but then they have to they're gonna this week's challenge is to do bosom buddies the song the girl group challenge and straight away which is what happened in all star seven this year three of them just stick together which means that the other group is kind of chosen by um Mm. default no one and then they call themselves default, the eyebrows yeah. freaks all left together which i really enjoy <laughs> why that though because they do have eyebrows i don't understand why they said I, that. I feel like nothing that anyone said this episode made any sense i think maybe they're allowed more alcohol on the australian set than they are on the other ones but they're just all talking <laughs> shit really. they were they were all our boobies and durries all the and way check and go and chicken girls left right and center there, Roach. <laughs> so, what did you think of the names? So, Kong, Hannah, and Spanky go with Babs, which is broke ass bitches. I, can't, I, just, I think, oh, I don't know. There was a lot of um, self deprecation here. It was just like, oh, I'm a shit and I look like crap. <laughs> and this is like broke, broke ass bitches. And like, you know, that, that's fair enough. But um, I mean, just, it all just. It all just kicked off in the in the um I was gonna say the diary room there. It's all just kicked, oh my it all god, just I'm glad you mentioned the, um... that because despite the fact that almost every episode we mentioned Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother, we haven't <laughs> actually mentioned the fact that it's coming back. The one time it would have been actually appropriate <laughs> to mention, we didn't. Um, are you excited? And also, and also, the, and I'm really excited. But also, the um the head of like um Channel Four said at the end because you know they have these um uh like round table meeting things at the uh, um the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and talk about TV and stuff and apparently like one of the bosses at Channel 4 was like oh it's like microwave TV is in like reheating something even though they do that all the time and um and like and I think Big Brother is ripe for coming back because you know they need to get back to how what it was supposed to be about to begin with, and as we've said many times before, like get you know get older people in there, get a, get you know run the gamut with people from all ages and all backgrounds, like that would be fantastic. So I'm I am I am really excited. Um, I think you know I'm well obviously well up for uh, CBB coming back as well, but um you know I would be turning in for because it's it's still running around the world, so I don't see why we can't have. It I back. know I. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be really good. Apparently they're making it shorter, so it's going to last for six weeks, whereas oh. the old ones were lasting like 13. So I think that's a good idea, because I think those were too long, and that might have been the reason people got a bit of fatigue with it. Mm, mm. Um, yeah. So yeah, I will definitely watch it. Maybe we'll be recapping that as well. Who knows? We shall see. Oh, who knows? But um, I just think that with this, so this was, so, so as it, obviously I mentioned the diary, but in the, in the workroom, obviously this was, this is where the drama happened, and this is where I felt like I didn't appreciate um, Kong, actually, at all. Yeah, she's like, say it to my face, and it's like, well, she she did, that's why you're annoyed in the first place. And she said, no, the whole thing was, it's the whole thing was that they was, it's like, obviously they go, they go into their teams, you know, you know the hung, hung Huns or whatever it was, and... But Why actually, were they like, called um, the Hung Divas as well? That didn't make any I sense. I don't know. I don't know. And it also made me feel a bit sick as well because it made me think about like, would they all have big cocks or something? That's gross. <laughs> um, but I did think, however, that um, yes, yeah, so they were doing their choreo and they, you know, they were, you know, messing through it as you do when you first start doing stuff. And then they were just like sat there, like <laughs> like bitching. And then obviously, yeah. like you know, and obviously, like um, Beverly Kills called called Kong up out on it and said like well you know why don't you get up and like and and you know create some choreo like off the bat like in front of everybody 
And she was like, I feel very attacked, you know. I'm like, you know, that, that's, that's very triggering for me to be like, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's like, shut up. You just, you started it by taking the piss out of them and laughing and saying like, ah, you know, you gave us a free show and that's not our tea. Like, rude, <laughs> rude, sorry. Kong, Kong does like to claim triggering, I've noticed. She will, like, as soon as yeah, anything man. goes against her, she's like, I'm triggered, guys, I am triggered. And she's like, my character's yeah, been attacked, just... I'm not having it. And it's like... <laughs> no, but she's, she's from, the, she's from, she's from the, the Mini Cooper school of insults, but it's like, you're a fat bitch. Well, you're a fat bitch too. How trigger? You're very triggering calling me a fat bitch. How dare you? <laughs> you just said it, you idiot. <laughs> yes, I wasn't really team any of them, but I agree with you. I feel like Kong was instigating this. I think, like, making faces at people when they're trying to practice is just a bit... You like, started this! <laughs> <laughs> um, so in the recording there wasn't much notable happening but I did think it was bad that Michelle was telling Hannah Conda off for her lisp she's like you need to enunciate it's like I don't think she can help that she's got massive lips and a mm. lisp so um, <laughs> she's a big she's a big guy freak <laughs> eyebrowless freak um, and then the <laughs> argument continues after the rehearsal, doesn't it, with Bev and Queen, but this one's more calm. And Queen says she's projecting onto her. And then I swear to God, at one point, Queen accepted an apology from Bev that Bev didn't give. Queen was just like, well, I accept your apology, and I guess I apologise back. It's like, did she apologise? Oh, my did God. I but this is, like a, this is like a storyline that goes on and on through the episode, which basically was all originally started by Kong laughing and taking the piss out of Beverly and like the and the and the two and the two other drag queens that they basically rejected by deciding they would be in a team themselves then sat there bitching laughing about them and then and then and then decided not to um you know not to go and do choreo like 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 Beverly said and then and then decided to 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 take offense later on and say that they say that no, it's it's all it's all bullshit i mean i'm really like and and also you have to remember that um obviously Kong is the drag mother that Beverly said like I'm honestly I'm not a massive fan of Beverly Kills but she was completely right this entire episode I'm sorry she was completely right I know you said she got the bitch she got the bitch she edit but she was correct in my view every step of the way and ironically I think Kong kept talking about projection whereas I think Kong is actually projecting because I think she was expecting to be doing better in the competition than she is because she's like a legend there and I think she is yeah. taking a lot of that out by picking on someone who she perceives as weaker and I think it's a hungry hungry hypocrite as we say so <laughs> hungry hungry hypocrite for Gojons and I thought, I thought it was funny when Queen was putting her makeup on in the mirror, like saying, well, even though I've been attacked and I have to perform, <laughs> that's what my life is like. I have to be fun, even though I'm sad on the inside. And I was like, wow, this is this is some self-indulgent shit. But there we go. Exactly. Like you, so you've attacked somebody and they've basically come back to you and then, and they've, and then, they, and then they've explained to you later on that they expected better from you. And then you say that you're attacked and now you and now you have to go on stage like, you know, being attacked as usual. And it's like, come on, you started it, bitch. Sorry. And you're like seven foot and massive muscles. I don't think anyone's attacking you. And, and, and clearly a legend as well in the drag world in Australia. Not like not like Beverly Kills at all. Who hasn't who hasn't got anything? Um, but RuPaul is definitely a legend coming out in her signature red dress and signature blonde wig and not signature Bindi. Well, it is her signature. Is it a joke, though? No. This is the worst outfit I've ever seen RuPaul in. Oh, really? I did think it was. It needed to be more cinched, but I thought it was just... To... You could see... No, 
I'm so oh, I know I've watched it twice, so I have to say. Oh well done! But, like I didn't... you can see, like you can see, you can. When she walks in, you can see the lining of the dress at the back, like blatantly, like badly sewed at the back. It looks terrible. It looks like it looks like a um, I don't know, like a like a sewing challenge with a tablecloth. Really disappointed. Oh, I didn't really notice that. And I never norm I never normally criticize Rue's Rue's outfits. You know I don't. But this was a real humdinger on my on, on you know from me from me so it was your shit of the week first time rupaul has got shit of the week yeah no, um did you think i didn't think she would wear a bindi i thought they were maybe or maybe it wasn't a bindi but it was a a bindi she had a silver dot in the middle of her <laughs> what, forehead what what a bindi owen <laughs> no just like a, i thought that was a, a cultural asian thing oh i don't know these days it's best to just step off <laughs> Well, that's why I thought they wouldn't even bother risking it because it just feels like people are so quick to cry cultural appropriation. I think you can. Have, I think you'd have a bindi. I mean, well, this is the thing. So, like, a friend of mine is going to do my hair in cornrows, right? Are you joking? Like, you know my no, because oh. you know I've got um, you know I've got quite I've got very curly frizzy hair, yeah. right? And so you're like Utica, wondering then... whether to have an yeah, afro. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to sew teddy bears into my hair. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I asked Lucretia. So, um, listeners, uh, we have a mutual friend called Lucretia, and she's a she's a she's a black girl. And um, I was out with you know her and another friend who was also black. And I was like, would I be allowed? And they were both like, of course, it's ridiculous. You should be able to have those if you want them. And I'm, I'm I mean, I do obviously I do do some stuff on television, and I wouldn't go on, you know. GB News with Gormrows because that would be asking for trouble. But like, um, in you know, in the meantime, in like the five days between doing it, I can have them, can't I? Are you thinking no? Well, I mean, I wouldn't say no, but I think that I, I do think it tends to be. I think the people whose culture these things are from tend not to mind. I think it tends to be people getting offended on other people's behalf. Yeah, exactly. But, but that's why I think sometimes it's, these days it's better just to steer clear just because you, you don't even want to end up in that conversation. For me, it's just really annoying because I have to tie my hair back like, every day and I'm just I'm just going to cut it off at some point in the next couple of weeks anyway and just go back to normal hair. But like, I'm quite liking it longer now. And so I just like to have cornrows in the, in the meantime, even if it's just like a four, like a, like less than a week. Well, you do it, bitch. I mean, I'm getting dreadlocks tomorrow, so I guess we're all doing it. No, <laughs> <laughs> I've had dreadlocks before. Uh, oh, God, I need to see this. Um, right, should I've we had, talk I've about... Had, I've, had, I've, had, I've, had, I've had plaits down to my shoulders and also, like, but full-on dreadlocks as well. But I think, but, you know, that's like... Cause I've seen, I, see, I see white guys out with dreadlocks all the time. Not all the time, but sometimes. Yeah, I think it's frowned upon. And not just because of the smell. Um, but I actually, I, yeah, I actually do find it really hot. On any body um, race dreadlocks, yeah, I do think they look good. Um, watch. Let's talk about these songs. Well, they're both the same song, but Bosom Buddies. <laughs> I really liked the song itself. I thought it sounded a bit like Kids in America, or even a bit like Charlie XCX. Um, yeah, and it was, and it was. Um, I have to say, like, any we were listening to it here with um, when you gave flatmate and and David. It was like we were, it was giving us Bing Bang Bong vibes. Actually, was, yeah, I, I think it was it, on the same level. They get better songs um, in the international ones than the American ones, I think. And I don't know why that is, but I'm grateful that we do. Um, so what did you think of Babs? Do you think they were Bab? That's Yorkshire for shit. Um, wait, are we talking about the performance or them in rehearsal? Are we skipping over them This in is rehearsal? the main performance. Yeah, I skipped over the rehearsal because it was quite boring. 
No, well, actually, I do have a point to make about the rehearsal because I think uh, Babs, I think Kong was really funny. I think um, when she did, um, like, pew or something about something being stinky and then, like, she went, Jesus! And then, and then also, Michelle was like, that's really funny when you go, Jesus! And then... They didn't do that in the main in the main performance. Yeah, when did that? It was Maddie, wasn't it, on season fourteen, where they kept um, showing her doing it really funny in rehearsal and then cutting it out of the main performance. It's like, what? Why? Why would you do Is that? Because we've seen it. Also, what are you? T- what are, and what are you telling us as an audience? Is like, you know, <laughs> it could have been funny, <laughs> but it wasn't. <laughs> well, the editing was really weird in this episode. There were moments of just like dead silence for a while that were just weird. It's like it was very. Rough around the edges, a bit like Spanky's. And for some reason, ways. there was there was for some reason there was five minutes like where the camera was just like pointed at the wall with nothing there. It was very strange. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but what have you got any more rehearsal opinions? Um, well, yeah, I mean, well, it was only well, it was only Spanky that was really doing the singing, and you know when she was good, but like. I don't know. I feel like uh, with Babs Group, they sort of sold it to us um, that it was going to be brilliant and it didn't live up to it. Whereas, um, you know, editing wise, like you say, normally like, oh, it's the edit. Um, the other what the other group um, hung, hung, hung dongs. What were they called? <laughs> hung divas, I think. <laughs> hung divas. They were <laughs> hung dongs. Hung dongs. Humting dong. Um, <laughs> they said they said that they said that um, they they made out like it was going to be shit. And actually, I thought um, they were better. I did think Babs were better. I thought Babs were pretty good. No, I thought hung. I thought hung hung. What they, hung sorry, divas. Yeah, I'm, I'm disagreeing. I thought hung divas were better. I thought that Babs were were the best. I thought Spanky's voice sounded really great. I thought. Kong had a good rap. I thought the lyrics were bad, but I thought she delivered it well. And then I thought, ha- no, she didn't deliver it well because she had like she didn't do the Jesus. And also, <laughs> well, the when she was like when she was like oh, pew or something, which was going to be really funny. And they and they made a point of um of you know of Michelle laughing at it in rehearsal. And then when she did it on stage, she like turned her face away from the camera, so you didn't even see like. Like she could have made something really funny out of it, and it and it wasn't. And also, they looked like you know three you know douchey people, like you know all in all in the same sort of similar outfit. With um, you know, I just I just I thought they looked worse. I thought the choreog, I thought I thought the choreography was worse. I mean, fair enough, they weren't as they were they were better. You know, they were more in sync. But um, I thought actually that that the second group was actually much better. Oh, I thought that Babs were definitely more. Yeah, in sync, and I thought they just sold it better. You thought Babs are more in sync? Yeah, they were in sync, but I don't think they sold it in better. In sync. In sync. So I'll tell you why I thought the Hung Divas were the worst, because I thought Yuri really missed a lot of her words, and I wouldn't even want to know those words because her lyrics were shit. I thought Beverly was had quite flat lyrics, but yeah, performed it quite well. And Molly was just... Okay, but just a bit nothingy. So yeah, I, def- I just thought their choreo was better. Like they were going when they were like one, two, three, and they like went up, 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 and then also they did like a move towards the end where they were like you know simulating like being in a car and crashing, and it was it was much better. I mean, like it I was thought, a car crash. Well, I thought the other three looked like you know three chunky queens like dancing about and like um and like and. And they didn't. They. I thought the second. The second. I think the hung divas looked looked much better. I thought their makeup was better. Their costumes were better. Um, I'm sorry. I thought they won. Babs did look like 
kind of like old slags in a way. But I, I thought that was part of their charm. I actually thought all three of the Hung Divas were going to be in the bottom uh, at first. But let's go through their runways before we see what happens. Well, we've seen what happens. Let's do it. And tell us, tell us, tell us what the theme was. Uh, was it Chains and Belts? I actually kind of missed it. It was uh, Alan Chains. Was it just Chains? I don't know. Because a lot of Something them were like in belts that. as well. And then I think it was, I think just, it was belts and chains. Yeah, or ch- chains, belts and buckles. Kong came out in black and pink. And I haven't been enjoying her runways, but I gave this my hit of the week, actually. I thought she looked good. I liked her wig. What? Yeah, I thought it was cute. I mean, Your I, hit of the week? Well, no. I, I thought no. this was a very what? weak uh, week for runways. Week? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. It's a bad reading challenge and a bad... Um, runway so yeah I'm, I'm happy to go down to a six if you like yeah let's do that and both times kong for me was the better of a bad bunch so no she wasn't i thought i found her mean and i and i, and I feel like she wasn't that good in the, I, I, I feel like she was great in rehearsal the one time ever the one time ever that i've actually thought that um the rehearsal was better than the real thing i thought it i thought it was and then and then this and this didn't i don't i didn't think it fit particularly well um so no i got a sh- i gave it a shit sorry well i gave spanky my shit of the week for her bondage barbie look oh my god boob that's horrible plastic boobs like if like i mean also like you know the boobs didn't um match her size if she was you know if they really were her boobs her boobs would have been much bigger than that so yeah. well, she's lost weight, or, hasn't she? So it looked. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, if she'd lost weight enough, then they, the boobs would have fit. But the boobs would have clearly, were, clearly, were too small anyway. And then, and also the um, and the corset didn't fit. So that's my shit of the week. Oh, we agree on that one then. Um, yeah. So Hannah, I just thought that this just looked like a normal dress. I, I didn't really see a lot of belts and chains i know that it she had... looked beautiful though i thought it, i gave it a hit her face was beautiful and the wig was stunning yeah she looked good but i just mm. thought it was a bit um not on theme too much so i gave it a shit actually yeah no well no i gave no what we are out of sync today because i th- i give it a i gave it a big hit actually it was almost my hit of the week yeah she did look good but i just i like to see them take the theme quite far uh, Beverly did with her denim Britney thing, but I gave it a shit because it looked, I thought, a hot mess, to be honest. No! I really like this. <laughs> oh, what's happening? I really like this, and I love the fact that she said that, um, you know, the patrons of her, of her like, local club in Brisbane, because you know my family are from Brisbane, so um, it's very important to me. It's like a it's like family to me. So um, I do I do think it was nice that they all gave her a bit of denim and she went into a, an outfit, and I think it looked beautiful, so... Okay. Oh, can we uh, just quickly talk about the new Britney song with Elton John? Oh, well, you've first, heard it. Of course, I've heard it many times. And for, oh, were they, I'm not assuming they played it much at Reading. <laughs> no, but I played it on my phone. So hold me closer <laughs> by Britney Spears and Elton John. 
Um, well, first like of all, it, it's a massive. First of all, it's a massive copy. Clearly, when it's a it's a copy of the recipe from Elton and Dewar, Cold Cold Heart. So I mean, yeah. I can't I can't imagine possibly that it's you know original in any way. But um, I well, like it's, the. It's um, already a copy of Tiny Dancer, which we accept. But it's also a copy of a copy of a, like. It's a copy. Oh my god! There's a so- there's a song by. Do you like do you like you like Nine Inch Nails? Do you? Um, no. Well, I don't dislike them, oh. but I don't, I'm not that familiar with them. I just know. All right. Well, I've got, a, I've got, a, I've got a few things to send to you actually after this episode. Um, one of them now is this. There's a, uh, there's a song by Nine Inch Nails called "Copy of A," and it's like "Copy of a Copy of a." Copy. It's fucking amazing. It's sort of like, oh, I like a the dance. Sound of it. It's a dance track, but it's also fucking brilliant. I'm gonna say, and there's a, there's a couple of songs on uh, Spotify. I'm gonna send you after this episode that you will fucking love, and one of them is "Copy of a Copy of a" by Nine Inch Nails. So that's what I felt about the new Britney song. I do, I do really like. It. I think it's a tune. I think it's better than Cold Cold Heart personally, and it's great. And it's great to hear, um, you know, Britney's robotic voice back, and also Elton doing nothing except um just sampling his own song. Congrats. <laughs> yeah, I do. Tiny Dance is one of my favourite songs ever. So it is. And I think it's got enough new stuff injected into it. They've got some new lyrics. They've got obviously a new sound. And it's just good to hear Britney back. So yeah, I'll be. Oh, I don't like. I see. The reason I, the reason I love this song is because I don't like Tiny Dancer. Oh, really? Oh, how can you not like no, Tiny Dancer? No, I don't Dancer? like it at all. It annoys me. It's just like overplayed, boring. It's very long. Uh, really long and uh, and you know and and I always think and it's Tony Dancer anyway it's not Tony Dancer um, I so... hate when people say that because it ruins it for me because it makes me think of it <laughs> and I do love Dumb that song McClouser, Tony Dancer <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like Anna Friel God I just home, Anna Friel. and that's another one of my favourite songs you mustn't ruin these um, one of my favourite ones is Denise Welch no I've just made that up <laughs> Denise Welsh. <laughs> Denise, Denise. Um, so, <laughs> so I did give one hit um, as well as Kong, which was to Yuri for her silver snake look. I thought that looked This good. is my hit of the week, for fuck's sake. It's so much better than Kong. It's so much better than anybody's. It's stunning. Do you know what? You're right. It is better than Kong. So I'm going to give this my hit of the week. Sorry. I Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then Molly... Um, with her rock chick bumblebee. Really nice. I thought she looked okay, but same as Michelle, I was like, it looks okay, but it's still... I just love that little... I love that little wombat. I really do. I think she's cute. I think she's funny. I think she's like a underdog. She's underhog. Kind of faded into the background for me a little bit, I have to admit. No, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Condor and Molly. Like, Molly's like David's favourite one of the whole series. <laughs> No, I feel like Molly's just the shit Hannah. Mm. That's how I see her. Although I did, I was really impressed by her lip sync, but we'll get to that bit. Yeah. Um, I was surprised the judges gave as good critiques as they gave. I thought that they were going to go in on um, the Hung Divas. So they were more in line with what you said. I thought they were And Beverly, yeah, exactly, because I'm correct. Um, and also... Like, it's it subjective, was... bitch. Oh, come I get... I get... <laughs> And that I was very triggering for me then when you just said that. It was very <laughs> triggering. And I feel like you it's attacked a- my character. When you, when I attacked you and then you attacked me back, it's very triggering for me. So <laughs> I don't I don't appreciate when it. When you defended yourself, that was very triggering for me. <laughs> you defended yourself and it, it it was triggering for me because I expected just like steamroller over you and you didn't <laughs> allow me to and I don't appreciate it. You can't. 
Um, <laughs> so we get Spanky explaining why her outfits don't fit because she's lost a lot of weight before the competition. Do you believe that? Um, I do believe it, yeah, because, I mean, all her outfits have been really ill-fitting, so it's it's quite consistent. <laughs> so, And it seems like she likes quite tight clothes, and they've been quite... Couldn't she have taken them in, though? Yeah, well, I mean, we can see that she's not good at making outfits or... But also, but also, I mean, like, I, I understand obviously losing weight, yes, blah, 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 blah. But um, you don't, like, losing weight is a slow process. It isn't just, doesn't happen overnight. So, like, if you, if you feel like you're going to lose weight before a massive international TV show, sort it out beforehand. Yeah, because they usually get two months to prepare. So it's like, how much weight could she lost <laughs> in that time? Yeah. Also, it's not a good idea to lose a lot of weight for this very reason, because then the clothes yeah. Stay chunky. Did you see the um? Did you see the whole shebang with Lizzo this week? Um, I don't think I did. I saw that she wore that massive dress at the um, VMAs. Mm. But well, there's that... a guy called There's a guy called Aries Spears. Okay, he's a um, not related to Britney. He's... No, not related to Britney. Well, he's a big black guy, so definitely not. Oh, okay. Um, and he um, so he's a comedian. I've never heard of him before, but he's a comedian. And he um, and somebody asked him on a podcast, like you know. Does he like Lizzo? And he's like, well, yeah, I do like Lizzo, but like, you know, um, you know, she's a big girl and like, you know, and she's she's too big for like doing the stuff. Anyway, he basically fat shames her yeah. and says that she's too and says that she's too fat. All the while, he's like obese and sweating and like, you know, and heavy breathing in this fucking podcast. So everybody's obviously like come down on him like a ton of breaks, like in like what's like a ton of breaks. wrong irony. Yeah. <laughs> But like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, do, do you like, do you not know anything about like irony or respect or anything? Hungry, hungry and, hypocrite. Um, yeah, hungry, hungry hypocrite. Anyway, so um, so Lizzo won um a VMA last night. Uh, I think it was last night, maybe the night before. Um, yeah, last night. And yeah, yeah, and she was like, "I'm not gonna." I'm not going to, you know, um, clap back at people publicly. I'm just going to say that I'm winning. Whoop, whoop. Because, you know, I'm a massive fan of Lizzo. She retweeted me. So, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of hers. And like, and She didn't like retweet fucking... She liked it, didn't she? No, she retweeted it. I forgot to tell you. She retweeted it. I made a mistake. Oh, shit. Did you, how many likes did it get? Oh, like 500 and something. Oh, wow. That's good. You must have got loads it of was new on her. It was on her. It was on her page. <laughs> Oh my god, that's massive! Well done, Sam. Congratulations, you're the winner of this week's challenge. <laughs> we should call you Jizzo. <laughs> That'd be a good. Job, everybody, yeah. else, everybody else does. <laughs> no, but um, I I really liked what Lizzo wore on on the red carpet to go in. And, yeah, um, she's I, like rolling I enjoyed, at the moment. I watched the Nicki Minaj performance. She did her greatest hits, mm. so that was good. And then mm. Taylor was bopping along in the audience, and then she won the big one at the end. So, yeah, the MTV Awards, they are enjoyable sometimes. It looked like it was a good year, I must say. Yeah, I agree. Um, so, I mean, I don't know how we got into that. What, what was I saying, Lizzo? How did I, what did I talk about Lizzo? Oh, because of... We were talking about Spanky losing weight, so I think we've just gotten to... Oh, right. <laughs> so, in the Untucked, the phone rings and um, Sophie Monk comes. And I did a Sam this week and actually looked up who it was rather than just waiting for you to tell me. Well. So, she she's like the Cheryl Cole of Oz. She was on Australian um, pop stars or something and then won it with a girl band and then went on to be a judge herself, like Cheryl. Mm-hmm. Like Cheryl Cole. It's my well, life. This is, this this is the other thing that I'm going to send you on Spotify. 
is a song called it's a song by so the band that she got first put into Sophie Monk. It's called Bardor. And um, there's a song called I Need Somebody, I Need a Lover and a Loot Love Too. And it's amazing. So I'm Ooh, I like it, it already. And, well, I was going to send it to you before the podcast, but I thought, no, I would wait till now. And then and then you could like listen to it after uh, because it's a fucking tune and a half. Uh, I've been listening to it all afternoon again because Sophie Melt was on there. And she was, I mean, like, she's fantastic. I mean, and she had that classic Aussie humour, like self-deprecating, wasn't she? Like, oh, $10 for me. Funny. I know, she was funny. And she mentioned Courtney Act, which I didn't think they yes. would allow on Drag Race because... I thought she was banned, so that's nice that she got a mention. She got she got she got a mention as part of a joke, to, to as in like you know people think I look like a drag queen, <laughs> so it wasn't really complimentary. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Um, so so like rude, 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 Courtney act. Uh, that's a pass. You can you can have that. Yeah, <laughs> I'll sign off on that one. Um, <laughs> so all of Babs win, and they win a year's supply of tights, which just feels very down under, and. <laughs> Bev. And 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 she and she says that oh, I need him and Rue goes yes you do you really do <laughs> Rue's so classy I love it and Bev is safe so that is Yuri versus Molly and they get quite a good song to lip sync to which is Tina Arena Chains and it's a dance remix of it isn't it I'm in Chains so when and I lived in Australia this is right your era wasn't it, I, well it's so my era like just I was just saying just like Bardot I need somebody like these this is like. This is why I love Drag Race Down Under because, like, you know how, like, well, you know how, like, you know, gays over here, obviously, you know, they talk about steps and stuff and Kylie and stuff. It's like, it's like, did, you know, is that... Read me for filth. Well, is that, no, <laughs> but is that where, like, you know, like, um, queer culture, like, originated, like, in the, in the, like, the late 80s and the, the mid-90s, da 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 So, like, so it's, like, it's, it's funny because, like, I was there, like, in Australia, like, during, like, Kylie's fever year, during, like, this like as I said with Bardot and Sophie Monk and I was like right there for it so like you know this was a this was a track that was like you know on repeat when I went to clubs and stuff in in Australia while I was there and we're talking like 20 years ago so obviously I love this track it was great and I think you can tell from the lip sync that they wouldn't have had to learn the words for this one. This is one they no, both... of course not. They I'm know in this <laughs> Um, I did think Molly was great. I thought she gave great mouth face. And I just thought she was... Um... <laughs> mouth face. Well, she did. And I thought Yuri was pretty good. That, 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 sounds like a, that sounds like a villain in a Marvel film. Mouth face. Danger mouth. Mouth face. <laughs> well, I meant she gives good mouth and face. Sorry, I was editing words, but it ended up taking longer. Um, so I did think it was good enough that... I mean, I knew they wouldn't do a double chante because they don't have enough episodes, but I thought Yuri was good, but I thought it was pretty obvious that Molly did win and was going to well, stay. Well, I mean, and, I, and the thing is, like I said, I loved, I loved Yuri in the challenge I thought she was great but I mean um, I agreed with Michelle like no confidence yeah there was you know she was tentative she would know she was tentative and the confidence and stuff and that is essential that is you know you need you need to be able to like you know like give it even if you feel like you don't have it you need to be able to give it and like and she and she wasn't and you know and, and like in a in a situation like this this is you know you need you need to you need to be able to be confident and like and, and she's amazing in her drag and stuff and I think like maybe like because she's obviously like a young queen like doing Instagram and stuff and looking stunning on Instagram is different to being on stage and you know and doing a performance and stuff and if you think that you're like oh, oh I can't do the dance moves blah 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 then 
you know, then the time it's not it's not the right time for you, and it obviously isn't. She's she's not quite ready. Yeah, she's not. So Yuri guy in her pulley eye needs to say goodbye, and she cries. <laughs> did you write that down, or did you make it up? I wrote it down. Uh, but she, <laughs> but she did get one good joke before she left, which was "Live fast and eat ass." And RuPaul oh. was like, "Oh yes, yes, yes." Oh, finally, something I agree with. Um, oh, so, and I was sick in my mouth. Sick in my ass. Um, but next week it's a branding challenge, and it looks like there's going to be a lot of drama. It looks like there's more arguments between, well, it's Kong, Hannah, and Beverly. It looks like so. We will be bringing that to you. We were sorry we were a day late because of me being at the festival and a bank holiday weekend. But we'll be back at the normal time of Monday next week. Mm. And until then, bye, cunts. Buy a bloody can, fuck off! Click clack, click clack. <laughs>